0: Hey, wor- <coughs> hey world, <laughs> this is Ross here with my podcast, this is episode 21, <laughs> my voice just cracked right off the bat. <laughs> um, here I am, episode 21, a uh, couple dates I have in store right now, October 4th, I'll be at the Evening Muse in Charlotte, North Carolina, opening for Ryan Moploop. I'm really excited about that one. And then um, October 30th now on the website, it says the 29th, but uh, the show actually got moved to Sunday night. I'll be at the basement here in Nashville um, for all the people in Nashville listening to the podcast. And then for all you North Shore, Massachusetts people, I'll be with Paul and Phil December 14th and 15th at Opus in Salem. It's going to be wild. Holiday bash. Um, Your Dude Stoked. Instagram check it out There's shirts there's tanks There's hats the colder weather Is almost upon us Well it's not really like Around the corner it's more like Around the bend the river bend Um So yeah check out the Dude Stoke stuff Um check out my music On Spotify along with The Hey World Spotify playlist Updated weekly With a bunch of cool new music that I am listening to and um rosslivermore.com for all the dates that I have and that's about it how about uh we get into hey world episode 21 let's do it hey everybody Welcome once again to my podcast. Um, coming at you live on Instagram and Facebook. And a little bit later if you're listening to it in your car. Um, I was procrastinating doing today because I just was like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to talk about, <laughs> to, be, to be honest. Um, but yeah, there's, there's stuff. There's always stuff to talk about. Um, But to start, I actually have been thinking a lot about um, what I'm going to do, well, ever since I did that tour with Flying Buffaloes, um, and what I'm going to do about uh, maybe getting some more gigs, and I've put a couple of my, I've made a couple steps to try to get some gigs on Broadway, which is actually the first time I've ever really done it. I've done some gigs down there, I used to play, I, I would get like sub calls at Paradise Park, which actually is not, um, not, I don't think it's open anymore. I think it just closed recently. It's probably going to turn into some, um, like country stars bar or something like that. I think Taylor Swift's actually opening a place downtown as well. Um, but who knows, who knows with all that stuff, but actually, yeah. So Sunday night I went down and sat in with the flying Buffaloes. So we did use me. We did some prints, and we did a little bit of the weight, which the weight is one of those songs that I just don't think I'll ever get sick of playing. I don't know what it is about that song. it's just there's five verses it's just it's so awesome to sing everyone everyone in the crowd knows it. it's just great um, but yeah, so I think I think hopefully i'll I'll start to get some regular gigs, maybe. I don't know. Maybe, maybe by the end of the month. That's, that, that's the goal, I think. Um, but it was funny. I got on stage and Jordan, the Flying Buffalo's guitarist, he's like, dude, I listen to your podcast. And I'm like, great. We'll have you on at some point. So we'll probably have some of the Flying Buffalo's on, on the podcast at some point. It'll, uh, that'll be funny. It'll be cool to, uh, to see those guys. But today is a very big day for me because tonight is, my fantasy football draft. <laughs> and I'm going to make it a point to get Tom Brady on my goddamn team. Because I think one of the reasons why I am annoyed with fantasy football is that um, I never get any Patriots players. It's always other teams and then like the Patriots play the teams and you don't want – the you want your player to do well because you're actually going to win money, you know? That's the thing with fantasy football. It's like, okay, you're putting your own money in. You could win money. If the Patriots win, it's great. It's good for whatever, the fans, but it really, like, you get nothing out of it other than a feeling of joy and accomplishment for something you contributed nothing to. (laughs) But at least in fantasy football, um, you can actually win a tangible thing, which hopefully I haven't won anything in fantasy football yet. This act, but this is the first time I'm actually going to attend the draft for the league that I play in. It's called the Smashville League of Balling, and Dan, my roommate, <clears throat> is the commissioner. So, but actually, so we had a couple new people join in uh, to the league this year, and because we had so many, I think it was four new people. A couple of people dropped out, and then we had two new people, so it's twelve. I know this is very interesting for all you people listening to me talk about fantasy football, but um. I worked at Zany's all weekend, so I didn't really have much in, in the way of gigs like I did last week when I had the tour, which was exciting news. Um, what the hell? Oh, yeah. So we had so many people, so many new people that we decided to do the draft. What we did was we put um, all the names out in order, in a random order, and then we put a dog treat next to each name and then Unleash Tina and whichever treat she picked was the order of the uh was the order of the draft. Which was really pretty funny because she picked the first pick was the name right next to mine, and I'm like, oh man, if if she goes to to my name, all these guys I took a video of it too, all these guys are gonna think that I that I cheated on the draft. Um But I think I have like the eighth pick. Which actually is not really that bad. Because that means I'll have like In the second round, I'll have, like, the fourth pick. So, um, in a snake draft, being later is not really that bad. So, I'm excited. I'll let you guys know the draft results tomorrow. Or not tomorrow, next week. This is a a weekly podcast, goddammit. But I'm pretty excited. I'm actually going to see my friend Nicole Boggs right before... Um, the draft two, she's playing at four o'clock. The music never stops here in Nashville. Yeah. She's doing an early show. I I think it might be like a showcase thing from what I understand, but I really don't know fully, but, um, yeah, she texted and was like, well, I need to get some people out. So, but Nicole Boggs, I don't know if any of you have listened to her. I, I know I've had some of her songs on, um, on the Hey World playlist, but she is just a great singer. She sang on a couple of songs on my new stuff. Uh, she sang on Queen of the Night, Would It Be Me, and uh, there was one other one, which I forget now. But man, she is just an amazing singer, great songwriter. It's gonna be, It's going to be awesome. I always love seeing her, and Emma likes her stuff too. So we're going to go check it out, and then I'm going to go to the Fantasy Football Draft. And uh, that's my day. That is my day after I finish up this podcast. Um, but also, I mean, football is right around the corner, which I am so pumped about. I also am in like a pick'em pool, which is this thing where you basically pick the games <clears throat> every week. There's like 14 to 16 games you pick them, and whoever gets the most wins in the week wins the pool which my first year, so my team name is Zero to Lero, <laughs> and it was supposed to be Zero to Hero, but um, I turned my card in with the, the Salem legend, a good friend of mine, Danny Rogers, who I've known for, I don't know, probably like, 10 to 12 years he used to come into vix the bar that i used to work at back in salem he was a regular in there rode his bike rode his bike around salem every day he was in vix that was his first stop and he was always the person oh my mom's watching the facebook feed hey mom um he was always the first person to collect all the money for the pool and he um (laughs) couldn't read my handwriting and uh that's why my team name is Zero to Lero. But because of that, so the first year I was in it, that was the team name on the card. And I won the whole year, which was like $700 or something like that. It was the only time I've ever won any type of gambling thing in my life. And this was like three years ago. So I'm like, all right, I, I have to keep this team name now. <laughs> so my football pool team name has always been Zero to Lero ever since then. So it's exciting stuff. Um, I got Emma in on the pool too. Her team name is Tina's Revenge, (laughs) which Reese Williams, our good friend and bassist, uh, came up with that name. We were out the other night and we're like, Emma needs a name. I can't, I can't put her deposit down until she has a team name. Um, so anyway, that's my, that's my football take for the week guys. (laughs) But it'll be exciting. I'm really pumped. Patriots are playing here in Nashville in November, and if you think about it, I'm. I was thinking about not going to the game. I'm like, I don't know. Tickets are expensive, obviously. NFL tickets are crazy, um, but who's that? I have the Instagram on on landscape. Is that landscape or sideways full? I don't know what it's called. But I, I'm. I'm trying to see who's in on the live feed, um, but. Yeah, the Patriots are coming, and I'm like, I don't know. Tickets are expensive. Beers are crazy. Um, But this is definitely going to be the last time the Patriots, with Tom Brady, play in Nashville. I mean, it has to be, right? Unless, for some strange reason, the Titans become, like, the number one seed and the Patriots have to visit them in in the playoffs in the next couple years. But I I really doubt that happening. Um, I mean, who knows? Vrabel's the coach. Malcolm Butler, the savior of the Super Bowl is on the Titans. I feel like the entire NF or excuse me, the entire AFC South is just like Patriots B squad teams, which is cool for I mean, cuz this is the division that the Titans are in. So any of the games that are on down here, it's like, you know, Bill O'Brien coaching the the Texans and Vrabel now coaching the uh the Titans. One of the comedians actually that Is a regular at Zany Steven Spinola Spinoli out of controlly He's got a funny joke About Uber driving And uh And Ubering Mike Vrabel (laughs) And uh Yeah You'd have to check it out There might be clips of him But look up Steven Spinola He's gonna be opening This weekend actually For Gilbert Gottfried Who's gonna be there All weekend Uh Which Should be interesting I just know him from Disney movies And And Aflac commercials But um Yeah. So I think, you know, we're going to go, I think we're going to go to the game. My brother might be coming down too. I know actually a couple friends of mine are coming down. So it's like, it'll be, I think, I think the game's November 11th and it's just going to be a Massachusetts takeover of Nashville downtown. It's going to be insane. We'll I mean, we'll see how it goes, (laughs) but the Patriots fans travel. Well, um, I actually heard that the Bruins were playing that same weekend, but that is not true. I think they're playing the weekend before I would have to check, but it's going to be two back-to-back weekends of just of of New England sports fans in Nashville. So if I'm playing downtown by that point, I'll have to wear my Patriots and Bruins gear. Um, that'll be fun. That'll be super fun. But yeah, we're going to go to the game. Um, I'm sure it's going to be a blowout. <laughs> people are People are hating on the Titans right now. They're not. I mean, but like, here's the thing. Patriots never really do well in the preseason. I think this year they won every game or maybe three or four. But Patriots, they they always suck. I mean, like preseason doesn't mean anything. Everyone's going for like two-point conversions and stuff. But everyone here in Nashville, they're just like, oh, man, Titans look crappy. They lost every preseason game. I'm like, no one gives a shit about preseason. Like this is you know, maybe it's just because New England sports fans are are uh are spoiled and they kind of they know the drill. It's like you do crappy preseason, September's kinda like the warm-up month, and then you start really winning games in October. Um but the Titans fans haven't fully been trained into that uh way of thinking yet. But if Rabel stays, which I think he will for the long term I think it's gonna it'll it'll eventually that it'll it'll sink in the 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 winning process um but it's fun football I'm 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 really pumped about football and it's just really about talking shit to your friends on the fantasy that's really why we do it why we play fantasy football um yeah so that's that's uh that's what's going on in my life. <laughs> um I'm actually really pumped though. I have a couple good gigs coming up. I'm actually really excited for those two shows in December. Um we've always had like we always try to do a show ever since I moved we try to do a holiday show. Um and Boston is a tough place to get people to in the winter. Especially I think this last one especially we did like a sat- it was like the Saturday before Christmas, like the twenty third or something like that. There was an ice storm and it was like everyone had holiday parties, everyone's doing their shopping and all the stuff, and we just like didn't bring out any people, which was really a bummer because it was a CD release party. Now, you know, it's like we, we all grew up on the North Shore. It's always kind of been tough for us to get people from the North Shore. Uh, to get into Boston for a show, especially when there's threats of like bad weather. So we're like, why don't we just do two shows at Opus? We've played there a bunch. We can get some local people that we've played with to be on the show. We can get our friends out. It's just going to be like a stress-free. We don't have to like uh, doing those shows too, especially you have to like worry about your draw and how many people you're bringing. And I don't know. We always have done better on the North shore anyway. So I'm really, uh, really pumped to do those two shows, especially because then we can like me, Paul and Phil can get together and play. We can work on all the new stuff. And like, it's, it's almost a more stress-free environment than like having a a hard ticketed draw show in Boston in the middle of the winter. Um, so, uh, Billy Butner's on the, uh, on the live feed. You got to come out dude on, uh, in December, we're doing a thing at Opus. Tell, tell your friends, um, but yeah, I'm just really excited to play with those guys. I actually talked to Paul today. Just kind of caught up, um, caught up on on some stuff, which is nice. It's nice to do. Um, but yeah, playing's going really well. I actually everything is starting to uh, is starting to pick up here, which is nice. I just got another hotel gig, so I have three gigs now, three regular gigs at the hotels. I think I'm just like going to start putting all my energy into like getting enough performances going here that i can just be full-time full-time music which will be good and that i feel like you know i always i had these hotel gigs oh big billy (laughs) cool tell him i said what up um you guys gonna come down i was just talking about the patriots you're gonna come down for the titans game patriots titans in november it's gonna be wild it's gonna be a bloodbath titans bloodbath (laughs) <laughs> um, I can't wait for that game though. Um, what the hell was I just talking about? I, I see the I keep saying it. These, these Instagram and, and Facebook feeds are, are, uh, they, they mess with my train of thought. Um, but yeah, so I picked up these, I have the third hotel. Oh yeah. So, so I have this one hotel gig that I do at four points, Brentwood. And what I do is normally just like use that as my like music, uh, music expense money so like anything any bills that i have that are music like the podcast i have to pay like what is it like 15 bucks for soundcloud and my quickbooks and the website hosting and all that stuff so i kind of use that as like my music money but then i was like you know what if i commit fully to music and getting all the gigs seeing the way that like the flying buffaloes have their model like they're selling a bunch of merch down there so i'm like naturally if i just use all of the income from shows to pay myself and really push for merch and shirts and CDs and all this stuff. I feel like I can make that number up if I just pick up the amount of shows. You'd get three regular gigs plus I mean that's three, six, nine, twelve. It's 12 gigs a month, plus the hotel gigs, 12 13, 14, 15, 15, 18. That's 18 gigs a month in town. With, with active listeners, I'm sure I can make up that number with merch sales. Hopefully. I think. I think I can. Um, I still count with my fingers. <laughs> That's all right, though, because Emma is a math teacher, and she still counts with her fingers. She's actually – she's like, I'm really happy that you count with your fingers. It shows that you're doing the work. You're doing the mental work in your head. And I'm like, I didn't – I just thought I was because I was a dumbass, <laughs> especially with math. <laughs> I think I still am, but she said counting with your fingers is a good thing to do. So Um, I'm going to continue to do it because that's how I learned how to do it. Even though I suck at math. (laughs) I'm good at like bar math, you know, like making change and like easy bank math and stuff. But when it comes to like equations and geometry and algebra and calculus and stuff, I see some of the stuff like these papers that she's correcting and I'm like i i'm thirty four and these kids are like sixteen, and I can't do that shit um that's why i uh that's why I write the lyrics, you know <laughs> uh, but yeah so i'm that's 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 my big project for the month is like picking up enough gigs to go full time with that, and uh I think by doing that and I think by fully committing to music. Um it'll kind of make it'll it'll free up a lot of my other time so like Emma and I can maybe like go on a vacation which would be nice or just like a weekend camping trip cuz you can't can it's too goddamn hot here in Nashville like at least back in Massachusetts or like any of these other like coastal states at least like I feel, I don't know maybe it's not but I I feel like the nights are getting colder like here I went out last night and it's still like it's so hot and you try to run or you try to exercise outside and I don't know the thought of going camping right now. Ugh, I couldn't do it. You're just like in a hot sweaty tent. Tina's probably there just friggin' farting in the tent and I'm all set with that. I'll wait till like November when it cools off. Do a nice Thanksgiving camping trip or something. Um, maybe who knows. I don't even have any gear. I have an air mattress. <laughs> I've never like, I like camping, you know, I like the outdoors, but I don't have, I don't have equipment, you know, I just borrow equipment. Anytime I've gone camping, it's with Paul and he just has all the equipment. So I'm like, Hey man, can I like borrow your tent? (laughs) Can I like sleep in the, in the pop-up camper? I'll take the small bed. Um, but now I have an air mattress. So all I got to do is get a a tent, maybe an Ed Hillary signature series, a couple pillows, pillows, couple canteens. You know, maybe a flashlight, maybe a headlamp. Uh, what else would you need for camping? A compass, maybe. a. <laughs> Do you need a compass? I mean, maybe if you go on a hike, I guess iPhones just have compasses, maybe a uh, a charger for your phone, for your compass, you know, maybe some kindling. I don't know I'll have to run this I'll have to run this by the griff before we actually commit to a camping trip (laughs) uh man anyway so I actually went to um I don't know if anyone is watching from Nashville on the feed but I went to analog last night this this like hotel bar um who is this oh yeah headlamps oh yeah Krista yeah you can't can't be farting in the tent that's like taking a crap on the on the tour bus can't do that can't do that at all remember that story what was it dave matthews they had a like on they, they like emptied out their toilet over a bridge like a graded bridge this was like i don't know it was like late 90s and and there was a there was like a like a tour boat or something There was some sort of like boat with people under the bridge and all they got like all the shit all over over 'em. <laughs> Trevor Larkin, hot bagged baby. Yeah. Oh yeah. That thing eat some uh you eat a couple hot dogs over the fire and then you just go to sleep in the tent. That thing is gonna be smelling ripe. <laughs> Oh, that's what it is. Boyd's Bus in Chicago. That's what, so yeah, I remember hearing the story and like apparently they just like emptied out their bus of all the like the shit and the poo and the and the piss over a bridge that had the grates and just like got all over a boat and they got like in serious trouble, which obviously they should. Dumb asses. That was probably in the party days of the band though. They were like, "Oh, what the hell?" Not I bet they're responsible upstanding Citizens now, um, yeah, anyway, so yeah, so I went to analog last night. this it, so it's it's basically and it's a venue in the Hutton Hotel here in Nashville. and um super cool. It kind of reminded me of a really nice clean version of the Paradise in Boston, like the same size, maybe a little smaller. If you took out like the couches, um, the paradise has a has like a higher stage but just the way it was set up was kind of like, it was like short and like wide with the stage. Um, it was just a great venue. The sound was awesome. I saw this band, them vibes who, um, I met their guitarist, Kyle through Bobby who recorded our record. Cause I think Bobby actually, Bobby recorded them. And then he was working on the Maggie Rose live record. And they were actually the band for that. Um, So I went to see him because I've been like, ever since I met him, I'm like, I've heard great things about you guys. I've heard you on lightning 100 and I really want to check out a set. So they did something and man, it was just kick-ass. It's like black crows, just like that kind of like just rock and roll blues, rock and roll. I don't know the names of any of the guys in the band, but their singer was just like super animated. He had all sorts of percussion. He had a, he had a vibra slap, which I didn't see him use because I left just before their set ended. So maybe he like the last note was just a vibra slap drop the mic. I don't know. I can, I can only hope that that's how it ended, (laughs) but they kicked ass. I didn't see any of the other, there's two other bands on the night. Um, but I ended up just getting there for them vibes and man, just kick ass set. If you guys, uh, I think I had one of their songs. Um, I had a Maggie Rose song and one of their songs on the on the Hey World playlist. So you should check them out. I'll throw another one on there. They had a song called Lorelai that they played last night, which was like the first single that was like the big song for them. The big, the biggest song for them. The first one that Lightning One Hundred really played and put into heavy rotation. Um <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but man, yeah, just such a good band. Great, great performance. Like one of those bands that like Their energy is infectious, you know, singer. Just like, I love to see a really animated lead singer. You know what I mean? I feel like everyone now in bands are just like all these like hipster bands or whatever. They're just like, everyone's just too self-aware to just be like crazy on stage and be animated. Like the old, like, like David Lee Roth, like kicks and you know, when I started, I, like, with Break for Moose, I just wanted to be, like, I wanted to be a mixture of, like, Brandon Boyd and, like, I don't know, Robert Plant or something. Just, like, really animated lead singer, but I really liked Incubus at the same point. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just, I, I don't know, I just always have a special place in my heart for a lead singer who's just, like, doing frontman shit, you know? Not, like, 2018 frontman shit, like late 90s and before, you know, I don't know. It's just great. Not to say that they were a dated band or anything. They they were, I think their music was like, it's, it's just like a timeless style of music, like just straight up rock and roll, like blues based rock and roll. Um, it's timeless and it's just great to see. And now like sometimes you see bands and you're like, man, like fucking, can you act like you're enjoying yourselves? Please. Can you smile? You know? You like each other, right? Do you guys even like each other in the band? Cuz it doesn't seem like it. But these guys they loved each other. <laughs> they they it was just it was just a great show all around. Them vibes. Don't sleep on them vibes. They're crushing it. Um But yeah, I I'm I'm really pumped tonight going to see Nicole. I don't know how long she's playing. But if you're listening to this on the live feed and you're, you're looking for something to do around 4 o'clock, Nicole Boggs and The Real at the country, at the, at the local. It used to be called the country. When I first moved here, it was called the country. which some of my first gigs, and I still am having trouble not calling it the country. Oh, Birdie. My friend Birdie's on the live feed on Facebook. We do this trip every year called MLK legendary trip in my group of friends and birdie is the only person on this trip to have perfect attendance not even me and i planned it for the first like 12 years 13 is it it might be going 13 years now but anyway birdie a legend he's a legend in my uh in my in my group of friends um what the hell am I talking about? I don't know, I think that's probably it for me. I think I've rambled enough <laughs> this week. Where am I at for time? Um, ah, thirty minutes on the dot that's a that's a professional ladies and gentlemen that's This is what a professional podcaster looks like. <laughs> Well, anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Hey World podcast. Um, If you like what you hear or you're listening and you want to listen or you're watching and you want to listen to the whole thing, it's on iTunes. It's on SoundCloud. Um, Subscribe to it. Rate it. Share it. Um, Check out my music on Spotify along with the Hey World playlist. Dude Stoked. Your Dude Stoked on Instagram. I was at Marshall's today and a lady in the fitting room said, What's that say on your shirt? And I was like, It's Dude Stoke. That's a brand that my friends and I started. She's like, How do I get one for my son? And I was like, Instagram. She's like, I don't know how to do Instagram. And I'm like, Well, just go to my, my site and maybe I'll just bring a shirt to her. Because I don't, she does not seem like a woman who knows how to navigate an online store. But anyway, if you are a person who knows how to navigate an online store, they are for sale on there. Dude Stoke. Um, and, uh, rosslivermore.com for all of the upcoming performances there's going to be a bunch more added at the end of the year and um, all the information about me and the band and all the stuff that I am uh, doing is on there so thank you guys once again this has been episode 21 it's hard to believe we're we're getting there next thing you know I'll be at 100 episodes Uh, yeah thanks again for tuning in to Facebook live Instagram live And I will see you guys next week. Okay, bye-bye.